Hey everyone, this is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian, and today we're going to review the film King Richard out in theaters now and also on HBO Max. But this film stars Will Smith as Richard Williams, John Bernthal as Rick. Is that Mackie? Maybe. Demi Singleton. (laughs) Demi Singleton as Serena Williams. Sanaya Sidney as Venus Williams and Mrs. Ellis as Brandy Williams. I don't know how to say her first name, but um, I've seen her in a lot of things, but I, I don't know. Oh, how yeah. to say, I don't know how to say her first name, but essentially this film was about armed with a clear vision and a brazen 78 page plan. Richard Williams is determined to write his two daughters, Venus and Serena into history Training on tennis courts in Compton, California, Richard shapes the girl's unyielding commitment and keen intuition. Together, the Williams family defies seemingly insurmountable odds and the prevailing expectations laid before them. So what did you get from the film King Richard? I thought this was a great film. I thought um, Will Smith, as always, bringing his A game. Um, you know, there was, I forget who it was, or I'm sure many people have said it, but, um, it was a quote that said there are more black men in Hollywood than Denzel and Will Smith, which is very true. And I think we should give more screen time to more people than just them. But there's a reason they're, they're the all-stars because they give it their all. This was giving me what, um, oh, what was the seven pounds? Remember that movie? Um, it, I mean, Muhammad Ali, all the all the emotional biopics that he's done, um, he poured into this. And I'm glad he was a producer on this one as well. So he did an awesome job. Um, and of course, the movie is called King Richard, but it seems though as though you can't really tell the story of Venus and Serena without talking about their father Richard. Um, and it was it was good. It was emotional at some points. It was a lot of stuff I didn't know you know about them it was it was a good story yeah it's a really good feel good story um i don't think it's in a style that you haven't seen before but Mm -hmm. it's a pretty good movie um will smith like you said brings his a game he's he does really well in this character almost too well like he really got into this 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 character yeah i was like okay he's clearly playing somebody like this hunched over man yeah who talks a certain way yeah the walk (laughs) <laughs> there's there's a couple of times where you know how he's kind of just looking at somebody staring at them and his mouth is oh, like slightly open looking through <laughs> your soul you know he's 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 emotional his yeah. eyes start, starts watering up um i was like oh my gosh i i'm about to cry what are you telling us about his dad and what happened i was like oh oh my god yeah <laughs> i get it i get it you are not what's it um Oh, what's what's the guy? The um his their his sons, one of them plays for the Lakers and one of them plays for 
I think international basketball. Um, currently, LeBron. Currently, no, 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 no. Um, they're young. I want to say Lavar is one. Oh, of them. oh, oh, the Ball brothers. They're the, yeah, the Ball brothers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. You kind of late to the party. He's already gone. He's not in LA anymore. Oh, where is he at now? Well, one is at the Bulls. Um, the youngest yeah. one is in Charlotte. He plays oh, for Charlotte now. Yep, he plays with the Hornets. This yeah, is yeah, his yeah. second I, year, I think. Yeah, I clearly don't follow basketball, but <laughs> um, I. <laughs> I remind me of him. that too. Yeah, I knew of him, and I was like, "This is where that energy comes from. This is what he just wants. This is what he gets." And and this guy did it first. Um, I oh mean, yeah, he followed in his footsteps. Nothing, Right. Coming from nothing to turning down millions of dollars in everyone's face. Right. Um, and he's still he's still living. He's uh, 79. Um, and his his credits on Wikipedia, he his coaching career is 1994 to the present for Venus and Serena. So um, beautiful story. Beautiful story. Yeah, I would definitely agree. Um, but I do have to commend this movie for showing some of or just a tiny bit of the bad part of Richard. Um, oh, yeah. Because there is one extreme moment where you're like, okay, hold on. This man is not as good as we think. And I he started went Joe, reading. He went Joe Jackson for, for a couple of times there. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, some of his history in real life. I mean, they, they kind of touch on it just, just a oh, tiny bit yes. in the film. Yes, yes, yes. But I read more into it. I'm like, hmm, wow. But um, we might discuss it. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but yeah, he's um, oh yeah, that that son. <laughs> more, there's more than that in real life, though. Mm. But um, even outside of that, I was like, okay, this man is just going too far. He's he's seen seeming like a con man almost in a way. Yeah. Um, and that's why I kind of like like you said with Lavar Ball, you know, mm-hmm. um, he had his three sons that he said he's going to have all three of them in the NBA, and you know they are there. Look but, at that. Yeah, look at that. But everybody clowned him um he said his son was better than steph curry the oldest one i mean he's clearly not and he probably never will be but he's still in the nba doing well making money um but he had a plan just like mr richard mr richard williams he had a plan he stuck to it and he was not getting away from it um it didn't matter who it was mm-hmm. in the whole film but it's a nice feel-good movie but do you want to go ahead and get into the story or did you have any yeah. other non-spoilery comments? Yeah, no, um, we can go ahead and get into the story for sure. I mean, kind of where it starts in their life. Yeah. So um, really right at the beginning of the film, they show Richard and he's just handing out some brochures about his two daughters. Now, he does have more than one daughter that they show in the film. I actually thought they were cousins at first because mm-hmm. I, I don't really know their backstory. But um, he's raising five daughters outside of just or along with Venus and Serena. Mm. Um, but Venus and Serena, you know, they're the tennis stars. He's trying to hand out brochures so he can get them a good coach so um, they can elevate them to become pros one day. But he's been training them this whole time. Um, but all these guys, they're laughing at him. They're like, OK. <laughs> even if you did have this person, but, or, or, you know, these prodigies, nobody's going to teach them for free, which is, I mean, I wouldn't do that for free. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. 
order. Ask yeah. for free coaching. Yeah. Free coaching. Um, and by the end of this film, I'm like, wow, he got all of this for free. But um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but they all turn him down. And the story kind of progresses with showing the whole family struggle living in Compton. Um, there's constant gangs around. Um, they play on a tennis court that's pretty beat down in the hood. Uh, but, you know, he wanted it like that. He, he wanted them to um, kind of be in a rough area so they could be or so they could overcome a lot of things. You know, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Right. Um, but he does have a running with a gang and, you know, they're talking about his daughters, like what they're going to do to him. And then he's like, I'm not having it. So, you know, he has a little tussle with him. Loses, of course. Um, <laughs> I thought throughout the film, he had a lot of great moments about talking about like what he went through and yeah. how he's going to help his daughters become successful. Um, cause he talked about how there was always somebody beating on him, whether it was the Ku Klux Klan mm-hmm. or some white boys from another town or the law, law enforcement, <laughs> mm-hmm. somebody was always beating on him, but he's like, y'all going to be great one day. He said, y'all going to be the greatest that ever did it. So he was very inspiring throughout the film. Um, but after that beatdown, it's almost like that's something that happened on the regular because they came home, you know, yeah. mom was cooking and like, Oh, uh, daddy, you got beat up again. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this routine. And, it, that- and then I mean, laughing about it was terrible. Um, but I mean, if you, I, I took a moment and I thought about, you know, who who are the Richard Williams of the world who you might see, right? They're the the guy who's at every middle school football game, you know, standing on the fence, yelling calls, talking about the ref and all this kinds of stuff. And you're like, what is this man doing? What is this old man even here for, right? He has the walk. He has the same voice that Will Smith had in this video. We all know that guy, whether he's a janitor or a retired somebody who's just always around. And he gets picked on a lot by younger people. Um, and it's unfortunate, <laughs> but it's, it's right. But you know exactly who I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, have you been? And he's like, oh, young buck, you know, you just, and people pick on him. But every now and again, he gets <laughs> friends who are younger, who have, who he earns a respect somehow and they look out for him in the community. And that's, that's who Richard Williams is. And that's who Will Smith portrayed here. Yeah, but it's probably a lot harsher with the, oh, with the yeah. picking. Because uh, he, yeah. he gets beat up. I was also going to ask, were you a part of that crew that kind of picked on whoever that guy was? No, I never picked <laughs> on that guy. Right? Was I was I a bystander? Probably. Well, that's right? what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Did I, did, I ever, <laughs> did I ever say, hey, guys, this is not cool. Just no. say no. You didn't say I, that. <laughs> you joined in. I don't. I did not. Now, sometimes they're the funniest people at the game, right? Yeah. You know, they're yelling stuff so loud, everybody looking back, just dying, laughing at the comments. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? And then you they they hang around long enough. Eventually, they become part of the team. <laughs> All of a sudden, they got a, you know it. All of a sudden, they got a coach's shirt on, and they're handing out water bottles. You know exactly. It's how it happens. Yeah, they they become like the mascot. Exactly. exactly. For free. 
um but to get back into the film um this is a long movie but i didn't feel the runtime um no there's a lot that happens but i'll kind of stick to some of the main points so you know he's trying to find a coach for them um while he's you know struggling with home life just trying to raise the the girls and everything but um he runs into this one guy i don't think i have his name right here in front of me but he's the first coach uh and like everybody else he really doesn't believe them but this time uh richard he has the girls with him just to you know go ahead and prove to whatever coach mm-hmm. hey they can play yeah paul cohen paul cohen okay coach. yes and he's like oh uh do you need another brochure paul he's like no no i already got it. <laughs> yeah and then um there's two other guys with him, and I think they were professional players at the time. But he's like, you know, go ahead, just hit a couple of balls with them. Let them show you what they have. Uh, he's like, okay, whatever. And then, you know, they show out. He's impressed. And he's like, okay, I'm, a, I'm only going to take one of them, mm-hmm. which is Venus. Right. And he's like, okay. And then they're all excited and everything. And then uh, Richard goes home. And then the wife, she's like, um, oh, they're only going to take Venus? Is that how we're going to do that? He's like, oh, you know, we're just going to have to roll with it. Right. It's part of the plan. Yeah, part of his plan, his uh, 78-page plan um, that apparently, I guess he's only seen because yes. the yes. wife that the wife was holding him down. I mean, she did not embarrass him, or at least not in public. Right. Um, but he made decisions without her knowledge. And she's just, you know, standing by, just looking, okay, all right, all right, Richard, you got it. But then <laughs> she pulled into the silo, okay, what was that about? There was there was multiple times where I was like, okay, this this man is not really thinking in the best way, or he's making some questionable decisions. But um, yeah, they find a coach, and you know, he's coaching him up. He says, we need to go into the juniors, which is kind of like semi-pro or kind of a, a pathway to the pros. Mm-hmm. But Rich is like, no, you know, we're, we're not going to do any of that because I want them to be kids. I want them to grow up like they're supposed to, make sure they make good grades, um, learn several languages, and just be a kid because um, I don't want them to get burned out. Right. And I have to commend him for that because he has studied, you know, other players and how they might have gotten burned out and now they're on drugs or whatever. So that was really smart of him. I mean, I I really question a lot Mm. throughout the film, uh, a lot of the decisions, but, you know, he he was smart about it. He was. And it was and it's a hard thing to do because, you know, you could ask yourself, could he alone be burning them out by what he's putting them through? Um, but he was very protective of them. And the conversation that she he, that he had had with Venus in the movie um, about why he's so protective was very, I mean, emotional. I mean, people, he's always worried about being stupid and being someone who doesn't understand things, right? That comes up as a recurring theme, but he has a lot of deep thought, um, you know, at least, at least the way it's portrayed here. And, um, you know, it was coming from a good place. And it all worked out. Yeah. Which we, is insane. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's hard to see that light through the tunnel. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
He had laser eye focus and vision and was determined to make it happen and did. Yeah, highly determined. Definitely, definitely. Um, But there's also another scene. I think it might have happened before they got the coach or the first coach. But um, I think Venus, she won like some kind of tournament or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, they were all excited. Serena was also there and the rest of the um, Richard's daughters were there. You know, they were excited, you know, kind of bragging a little bit. But then Richard, you know, he, he doesn't like that. He, he doesn't right. like for his children to be very arrogant. I mean, they weren't really arrogant, but he saw that as that. So he wanted them to be humble. And they were driving by about to go to a store and the girls were going to go in by themselves. But Richard and the wife, they're going to stay inside the car. And this man drives off. He just, he's, he was about to leave him. <laughs> She's Great like, face and all. He just kept going. And, and, <laughs> like, Richard, if you don't go back and get my children. Right. Stop this car now. He's like, no, they want to gloat, all this stuff. So he was like, he wanted them to be humble, but he's, he was very aggressive about his corrective coaching. I'd old say. school. Yes. Very old school. Yes. But, um, I think that was a clear example of the wife holding it down, you know? Yeah. Not embarrassing him in front of the children, or at least not yet. Right. And, <laughs> and staying on board with whatever plan he had. Because there's a plan that happens later on where she's like, okay, I need to step in. And also, they watch a movie, I think, right after that, Cinderella. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what did you learn from the film? Tell me what you learned. <laughs> right. And then I guess all of them get it wrong. They, they get his, um, his idea of what they should have gotten from the movie. They got it wrong. And he's like, no, Cinderella was humble. I want y'all to be humble. I don't want y'all to be arrogant and talk about tennis all day. You know, I want y'all to be kids. And I, yeah, I guess I see it, but a little extreme um yes definitely but then they um i think after that they do some more playing around with tennis and then they go to this big tournament venus wins and also serena she's not supposed to be competing but she ends up just competing just because because she she wants to be involved because i guess she she wants to compete with her sister and you know be on that on that ride with her mm-hmm. but um richard he doesn't really approve at the time but you know he just go goes ahead and let her go and um also at this at one of these tournaments richard is shown i think what is it um what's the guy's name is it will hodges the guy's name is Dylan McDermott. Is, is he the one who was from like this um, big company that was trying to offer them something? Did we get that name? Was there, or, oh, oh, those two at the, country, at the club. Yeah, the country um, club. I forget their name. Let's see. I think it's Will Hodges. The actor's name is Dylan McDermott. Yeah, Will Hodges. Yep. Yes. Um, so they come at him or come at Richard with an offer. They're like, okay, let us take it from here. You know, 
we clearly see that your girls have the talent and we want to put money behind it. We, we want to get them, you know, the best coaches, the best tennis courts, the best um, tennis rackets. You know, let us take it from here. And Richard, you know, this man drives a hard bargain. He's not one to just take the first offer. And so <laughs> um, he also gets really defensive because mm -hmm. uh, one of the guys says, oh, you've done a great job with somebody from your, with, a great job with these girls, with somebody with your background. And he's like, mm -hmm. my background. He's like, huh? He's like, now look here. I can't remember exactly the words that he said, but pretty much he was kind of telling them off. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, he was. Uh, he said, um, "Yeah, it's great, you know, um, ghetto princess, right? We came up, came from, came from nothing, and it's basically acknowledging the um, the backhanded compliment or um, what's the other term? Remember the other term for it? But essentially, complimenting someone." while acknowledging or putting them at a lower status at the same time. Um, and it comes off as very rude. And oftentimes, arguably not intentional, but um, should be addressed in the moment. Most people don't, most people let it slide, but he didn't. Um, he was Say, like, what do you mean? <laughs> exactly, look at my background. What do you mean? You don't, you don't, you don't know me. I you appreciate y'all taking black? off your hoods. Oh, is that it? Yes, yes. I mean, <laughs> He was very, very casual with the with the humor um, in understanding his place. Obviously, there were no black people, people of color at these places where they're playing um, these country clubs and and, you know, pricey organizations that really outline the, the gap in accessibility. So and it's, it, this is sports, but in a lot of areas, I mean, you wonder why there aren't people of color in some things. It's because the opportunities aren't there because there's a money element outside of um, talent. Talent. It's more about who you know and how much money you have to get to know them, um, more so than you know how talented you actually are. But definitely with tennis and golf. Oh yeah, tennis and golf. Are, is there you, you you can't fall into those. Um, <laughs> you know, playing around at the house. So it's unfortunate that that is the case, but. He wasn't having it. He's like, say it like it is. Say what you mean. Say what you chest. But he also ends the, the conversation in a bad way. Like, oh, yeah. Was was that, like, well, did that happen in real life? Like, what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how much of this is truth or fiction. I like to believe it was real. I like to believe he was that bold. I respect that. I, um, I, no, that's, that's not the way you do business. <laughs> but you know what? He didn't go into business with them, right? He's like, no, I don't want you. And that's that. Um, so good day to you. <laughs> good no, day, sir. but but I'm talking I, about him passing gas and just walking off. Oh, yeah. No, I'm saying, I mean, I would like to believe that that was that's actually how it happened. Um, it's hilarious. And I feel like it is somehow a power move. <laughs> I think so little of you and what you have to offer. This is what you're worth to me. Not That's really even the bold. You're you're not even worth the effort of holding in this gas. That's what this conversation is. Put him in that place. I, I, would, I felt. Who's to say if he 
had made a deal, one of those deals sooner that they wouldn't be where they are. You know, I mean, that's true. But I mean, I think somewhere down the line, they would have gotten further. But um, I think like I, I felt the same way they did at the end of that interview or, mm. you know, the, the questioning. Because after he left, the coach, Paul Cohen, the one who introduced Richard to them, um, the guy was like, what the hell was that? And I'm thinking the same thing. Like, <laughs> like well, honestly, who was this guy? And he I just mean, farts and walks away. <laughs> it only matters if you care about the relationship. And he did not care. He didn't have to come back and apologize because he didn't care. He didn't need them. He was, <laughs> he's, I don't need you. I don't want you. Well, that was one of the questionable decisions. Like, have some kind of respect. I mean, don't just get up and, well, just fart and get up and just walk away for them to just smell that. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, once he left there, that seat, that junk was spreading. <laughs> they could have got up. Uh, that was just so disrespectful. I was like, okay, this man, you know, he, he's a little arrogant, you know, a little full of himself. Yes. But, um, you know, he's, he's, he stood his ground. And then the next scene, Paul Cohen, he, he comes back to Richard and he's like, you know, what was that? You know, this is, th- this is what you wanted. This is what you've been working for to get your girls all the resources that they need to, you know, become pros. He's like, no, I don't like dealing with them. You know, we'll find somebody else. And then Paul's like, you know, I'm just going to have to, um, you know, find somebody else. I, I can't be their coach anymore. He's like, oh, go ahead. You know, we're, we're not going to accept what they have to offer. And um, I think Paul Cohen, he, he had the right mindset. Um, him and Richard, you know, they bump heads too much. Well, I mean, Richard throughout the whole film bumps right. head with everybody especially the next coach. But um, I, I thought his, his heart was in the right place. You know, he was trying to introduce them to some opportunities and, you know, Richard, he wasn't having it. And also this is when the wife, she's still sitting on the side, you know, she didn't know that he had already made his mind up to not let them go ahead with this deal with um, the two guys that were offering them this big deal. And uh, Paul, he's like, did you know about this? And she just looks, doesn't say anything and just lets Richard talk and everything. I mean, she held back a lot. She's she's the real hero in this film. <laughs> this man was making so. so many decisions without her knowledge and yeah. embarrassing her. And she had to pull him to the side after that. Mm-hmm. And she was like, don't take my silence for agreement. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're making dumb decisions and you talk to me before you do stuff like this. I, we're supposed to be a unit, a team. Um, that means you inform me about what is happening on said team. So neat conversation that you need to be had for sure. Yeah. I mean, when you're making big money moves like that, you know, you don't just fart and get up. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, after that, you know, they start looking for another coach, one that they've heard of all the way in Florida. And the guy's name is Rick Mackey, played by John Bernthal. And a lot of the things that I've seen him in, John Bernthal, 
you know, he's really aggressive, ragged guy, always, mm-hmm. you know, pumping on his chest. But in this, he's much more of like, you know, hey, guys, you know, that that kind of. Yeah, guy. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. I mean, just a total role reversal. But um, I enjoyed him in this film. There were moments that I thought that he should have turned into the Punisher to um, shoot <laughs> Will Smith. But um, I enjoyed his role. Yeah, he definitely, I mean, it's almost like good cop, bad cop, um, or, you know, effort in coaching the, coaching the girls. Um, he was definitely in their corner and, you know, wanted them to compete, one of the best for them, trying to do what's right and just at odds with, with, um, with Richard all along the way. But Who together be? they made a, a, good, a good team. Who wouldn't be? I would be at odds. <laughs> Especially yeah. the deal that I made with this man, man. This I mean, man he paid for it. every. You move your whole family. Uh, you're giving us a house, a job, uh, RV, school, all this stuff. I mean, give him a job. And a job. It's a testament to to their their ability. I mean, to be worth that much already, just a promise is is crazy. And he flew out to California. This guy's all the way in Florida. He already has a team set up. He already has multiple other um, aspiring pros that he's working with. And he flew from Florida to California in Compton, probably yeah. a place that he's never been before. Yeah. To their house just to see them play. And of course, you know, he was impressed and offered them a deal and said, you know, um, I will give you, you know, everything you need. I'll fly your family down to actually, no, he didn't put that on the table yet, but mm-hmm. um you know, he was going to provide everything that they needed or, or the girls. And his part was, you know, I'll get 15% of whatever they earn in the future. Right. So basically, if they don't earn anything, I don't earn anything. But Richard, he wants to stick to the plan. And he says, you know, if you're going to take my girls, you got to take all of us. And um, he also threatens to get another coach. Uh, he named somebody else. I, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's like, you know, we we've um, had a lot of calls from this other guy and he's still blowing up our phone. And Rick Mackey, he's like, oh, no, no, you know, let's I, I'm the best that, you, that you'll get. You know, I personally train all of my athletes and he's like, OK, you know, you got a deal. I move your whole family down to Florida. I give you a job on my staff. Um We'll provide a, a, what do you call it? A RV for you to drive, pick up all your stuff and drive all the way down to Florida. You know, I'll provide everything. You don't need to pay for a thing, which is a lot. I mean, that is a lot to ask. I mean, he really had to believe in these girls to think, oh, yeah, you know, I, I, I need to bring this whole family down here. But, um, you know, they do it. And Richard, right away, he's like, oh, no, 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 no. They're, they're not going to play in any juniors, none of that. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to make sure they get their good grades and um, just be a kid. I mean, but yeah, they can practice tennis all they want, you know, um, <laughs> but but they'll practice and then turn pro. You know, none of that junior stuff, none of that in between stuff. And then Rick Mackey, he's like, well, you could have mentioned this in Compton. Right. Because <laughs> this is this is the way you do this. I mean, I was this is. What I assume was part of our deal, them actually competing. But what was it in writing? Yeah, they 
They didn't. For three years. He could have kicked them out. He could have, but he saw the talent and it was worth the promise. Maybe. Even after that. I don't know. He, If this is what he was in this movie, he had to be worse in real life. I mean, <laughs> very possible. Um, I'm sure that coach put up with a lot. Um, also, very rich. Just, I mean, money for no reason um, to be able to do that. Yeah. But I probably that investment paid off, I'm sure. Yeah, 15%. Actually, I, at that moment, I was thinking, oh, man, that's a lot. 15% of whatever they make. But, you know, I guess he earned it because this man oh, yeah. probably, probably put him through hell. Right, right. Adopting a family. Yeah. There was one moment where um, Rick Mackey, he was pretty much fed up with Richard Williams. And he's like, "Um, you know who pays for that house right there? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then Richard, he's like, oh, you're a better man than that, Rick. You know, you're better than that. You like family. (laughs) Richard was a smart man. He's a smart man. That was one of the moments where I thought, this is LeVar Ball, you know, but talking a really good game and coming through. That is how you do it. Yeah. One way, I guess. But um, yeah, after all he had been through, I mean, I mean, there's no playbook. There's no business college degree. There's no experience. He's really out here winging it. Yeah. And the wife is not included. <laughs> no. <laughs> Almost every big decision that he makes, he doesn't include her in it. No. And there comes a point where she gets fed up and she's like, um, well, Richard, you know, he's his fear is just being looked at as a dumb man. Um right. and she's like, you know, I don't look at you in that way, you know. I've stayed here for a very long time. If I was staying for you, I would have left already, but I'm staying for our children because, you know, they meant they, she name drops somebody, which is an outside son that uh, Mm -hmm. Richard Williams had. He's like, oh yeah, your son came by the house. And (laughs) he's like, oh, why my son here? Now, all the the children that we've seen up, up until this point have just been girls. Mm-hmm. So Richard has another son out there from another woman. And it seems like it happened maybe during the time that he was with um, uh, Brandy Williams. I don't know. I'm going to try and look that up real quick. Um... Well, while you're doing that, I did read that one of the daughters now pretty much all the outside children that he has they're older than at least venus and serena Mm -hmm. but i'm not sure about all of them like the 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 other girls that we saw in the film um but one of them she's very vocal she's like my father was a deadbeat he left all of us when we were like eight or nine and she's willing to tell everything. Yeah. <laughs> so he has nine children, maybe more. Oh, yeah. She, I think she said there was like 19. <laughs> <laughs> Richard out here, he's just slaying it. 
He says you miss every shot you don't take. Well, Wait. I'm looking for two tennis stars, so <laughs> you finally got gotta, there. <laughs> gotta increase his odds. Probably after like 12 times. Okay, I can finally put my plan into play. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Because I think he was studying this for a long time, you know, looking at past stars or um, athletes like Muhammad Ali, um, reading up on other uh, civil rights leaders like Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, all that stuff. And um, he came up with this plan. Mm -hmm. How how to best raise the girls, what environment? Because it also says, I I read one thing that said that he could have moved them out of Compton but chose to keep in there because it was a rough environment and he knew that that would make them better. And one other thing was he would use broken glass around the tennis court. So mm. um, if they made a mistake, they ended up stepping on it. So it, it was highly motivating for them to not mess up. <laughs> so, I mean, that's not one thing that they show in this film, but I'm pretty sure he was, he was pretty rough really rough around the edges um yeah. probably i was still a loving father but really old and, school and one thing that was in the film was their neighbor who had called child protective services oh yeah on him <laughs> um because of his harsh efforts with the children that she had saw now as you said they didn't show a lot of, you know too much of that in the movie um but if child protective services were called i mean there was reason to do so right um or at least suspicion based on some of these practices and you know having glass like that could be one of those practices um and it's it's hard right it's hard because everyone you know you would hope everyone has the best intentions and is an awesome person throughout but i could see why if you know if he were my father why i'd be upset about you know this this movie or even um his life in general how it's talked about as something that to be world to be modeled after or held in high regard because he fell short in so many other areas. Yeah. I mean, for them, he, he fell completely short. I mean, to right. walk out on the family and then start a new one. And then you have these two successful half sisters and I'm pretty sure they don't get anything, no acknowledgement, no, Hey, um, let me just break you off something. It's probably none of that. No, I'm not sure if they really have gotten to know each other, but um, the sister right here that's been very vocal, she wants to get that word out. She's like, this this wasn't a great man. <laughs> yeah. And it's almost like, not that I don't care, but I don't. Um, <laughs> because, yeah, he wasn't that great all around. Cool. That's Every man has their flaws. Everyone has their flaws. And I think, unfortunately, with some of the people who are on the high achieving spectrum of success, however you want to define that, tend to have the widest range in, uh, if you can say, likability or, you know, who they are as a person, their character, wide ranging for the people who are at the top, right? They're, not everyone can be Oprah. Not everybody can be just golden from day one right um and i don't think i'm necessarily forgiving his sins but i'm i am the richard williams that i care about 
for the sake of understanding more of Serena and uh, Venus's story, is the Richard I got. I could care less about a story about his other children and right. what he's done in his life and everything. I don't care. Slanging it. I'm so sorry. That's <laughs> <laughs> do not care. Hey, heartless. I mean, that's that's life changing right there. Walking out on him. I mean, it is. And, it, and, it, and it's an homage to their father being, I mean, of course, being called King Richard and being having the honor of being played by Will Smith is a big deal. Um, and I feel like, could they have went a different route and made a biopic on Venus and Serena? Sure. But I think it's very obvious that that biopic would be centered around their father and what he was for them to get them to where they're supposed to be. Yeah, that plan. <laughs> I also read that he married a woman that was like one year older than Venus. Yes, I saw the divorce now, but he, yeah. he has a very small child. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I mean, he just keep going. Yeah, yep. <laughs> they've since got divorced in 2017. I think married for like five years. Um, but yeah. Richard is still still out there um, doing his thing. I'm sure very proud of at least two of his children. <laughs> yeah, trying to raise another prodigy. But um, right. where, where were we? Look, uh, I wonder with the other kids, like, could they play tennis? Well, he had to move on. He, just <laughs> <laughs> he never taught him. That no, plan wasn't they, done they weren't yet. any good. Well, Look, <laughs> he's probably like, oh, man. Y'all trash. I gotta start over. We go so he found the perfect, perfect recipe. Sugar, spice, everything nice, and a little bit of X. <laughs> <laughs> Mix in the Compton. Right. Um, but uh okay, we, we were with uh Rick Mackey as uh John Bernthal was playing him, and they go back and forth, Richard and Rick Mackey. Um because Richard, he's imposing on their practice sessions, saying, you know, you got to open your hips. You got to, you know, open open your hips to hit the ball. Mm-hmm. And then Rick's like, you know, I got this, you know, let me coach. But every time Richard just steps in and gets in this man's way. And for myself, I, I thought multiple times that John Bernthal was going to pull out an AK-47 and shoot this man. Because he just kept bugging him. Just Patience kept getting in the way. Yeah, but you hired me to do a job. And then I'm doing my job. Oh, you're not doing it right. Well, then why don't you teach him, Richard? You go out there and teach him. <laughs> At any point, I was scared. I was like, this man is doing this for free. You can't be, <laughs> you can't be like complaining um, too much. <laughs> he could put y'all in the street tomorrow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you haven't made a dime right right but he figured oh somebody gonna take us <laughs> yeah, he, he was right he's right if you don't want us i got a lot of folks who do i know what i have here this could have gone as such yeah this could have gone wrong in so many ways yeah if he tr- yeah. if he treated this man like this because this this man provided everything and gave him a job yeah yeah it's um it's unfortunate 
it's really unfortunate. I wonder, like, if they did like a a, a part two to this movie or like a uh, a roundtable discussion almost with Venus and Serena talking about that father. I'm sure they would want his legacy to be one that is highly regarded as to whether to make the movie. But I do wonder how that's played out in their lives, how that's been affected. I mean, was he the good father to them that he was never to the rest of his children? And how does that affect them? Do they have a relationship? Probably not with the older set of five, but how how is that family dynamic? Um, how does that break down? Well, I think one of the sisters that was in the movie was also a producer or something like that. Mm. One of them collaborated. Okay. But um, yeah, I mean, that would be interesting because, you know, they're, they're looked at as the tennis stars, the prodigies. They were going right. to be great from day one. But you also have the other children who will, will probably have a different perspective. Maybe they didn't get enough attention. You know, daddy was always looking at Venus and Serena, you know, always practicing with them, taking them out mm-hmm. to the court. You know, I wanted some of that time with him, too. Um, so it would be interesting to hear some of that. You know, maybe Will Smith could take a few of them to the red table talk with his wife. But, you know, that's probably yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> they got their um, own problems. <laughs> Um, yeah they do um but it's it's and i'm sure these things aren't new right i'm sure this her his other children have been probably upset for years or have gotten over it and this is one person hasn't um and kind of moved on that is not included in this part but i also wonder how it feels to be them how would you feel um if you know there you had any any sibling or whatnot who has reached this status, but you get no part of it. You get in a relationship with them or nothing. You just get to go to the store and say, oh yeah, that's my sister. And no one will believe you. (laughs) And if they do believe you, they say, what happened to you? Like, so I feel like it's probably something they don't talk about being related to them. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I would definitely be hurt. Um, But, you know, just got to move on. (laughs) <laughs> yeah gotta move on uh but there, there probably will be a part two with um the older sister the one one of the ones that richard left their mother one, mm-hmm. one of them um because she she really wants to get this story out <laughs> well, i mean you you just sure look it up say in the tabloids i'm sure she's getting paid by the by the the dirty magazines in hollywood to 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 air her grievances to get a dollar um, what do you think this is for i mean yeah tell to be honest to get the full picture out there but again nobody's asking for it because no one really cares (laughs) and if they did care you're upset about the guy who's not someone we care about we are watching this because of venus and serena so if the father's imperfect or not great, yeah, we can move on. Not a big deal. I mean, the Jacksons, I mean, they got, you know, Joe Jackson, awful. Um, but um doesn't really affect the rest, the, the Jackson children and their legacy. So it doesn't really affect Venus and Serena and how people should feel about them. Um, so no. the, as much as the movie is about Richard is about Venus and Serena. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't tell their story without telling the story of the father. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
King Richard, you know, he was out there. He that man was out there. But um yeah, so um eventually Rick Mackey and Richard they come to a common ground and um Venus and Serena, they don't compete in the juniors. Um, there's a lot of discussions of, of like, you know, they haven't competed in like three years. How are they going to challenge some of these better players that have been playing at this high level for a long time? And there's this one interview with this guy. Um, I don't have his name, but, um, you know, he asked her, do you think you can beat this player? And she's like, yes, I know I can. And then the interviewer is like, oh, you sound so confident. Why? <laughs> and then Richard, you know, he's right behind the camera. And he's like, yeah. you, know, you know, hold on, hold on, hold on. She answered the question. Move on. <laughs> and yeah. he, he was, it, it was a really aggressive reaction by him. Um, Have you seen the clips in real life of that? Yeah, it's exactly the same. Uh-huh. I think Will like, Smith was more convincing, actually. He <laughs> <laughs> was more convincing. I mean, he he did that. She said, you need to move on. Yeah, she's Leave that alone. She's confident because she's confident. Leave it alone now. Yeah, he's about to kill that man. He was... <laughs> but he was he was protecting her. He was like, this he is was. a 14-year-old girl. You know, she answered the question. Move on to something else. She doesn't need to be answering the same question over and over again. But that was one of the ways that he was protecting them from, you know, a lot of the stardom that a lot of these younger players or actors might get and how that can lead them down the wrong path onto drugs. Like one of the other girls who was competing with um, or under Rick Mackey, she was, you know, drugged out in some hotel or whatever. And Richard, he didn't want that for his daughters. He wanted to make sure they grew up in a nice way. Um mm-hmm. Just being kids, doing normal things, going to Disney World, doing their homework, all that stuff. But, you know, eventually Venus, she gets to compete in this big match against, I think, the number one player in the world. And um, yeah, first off, she's beating her pretty well. I mean, beating her down. And then she decides to pull one of the old tricks out of the book. And I think she just went to the bathroom or something. Or the locker room. But you could tell that she was really upset that she was losing. Um, And she she stayed in there for a while. It messed up the momentum that Venus had. Mm -hmm. And she ended up losing. But, you know, the family, they supported her. And they said, you know, you did really well. You know, you went toe-to-toe with one of the best players in the world. And, you you know, you're only going to get better. And pretty much the movie ends there. Mm-hmm. And they show, uh, well, actually early in the film, there was an offer put on the table to Venus. You know, we're going to offer you this, I think, two or three million dollar deal. A three know, million deal from, from Nike. Yes. Um, you know, a shoe deal before she even plays a professional match. Right. And then at this moment, I guess he taught her pretty well. She's like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to take that offer. This is right before she even does the tennis match. Because they're thinking, you know, we're going to get something even bigger. My daddy taught me well. I know what to do. I know how to do business. Hmm. I'm not taking it. So 
at the end of the film, you know how they have the you know little words and everything. Mm-hmm. It says that she got a twelve million dollar deal after that. Yes, quadrupled it out because you know your worth. If someone offered me three million dollars, three million dollars tomorrow, I would say yes before they finish the sentence. <laughs> um, you gotta read the contract though. Might be signing I, your life away. I mean, three million dollars. <laughs> hmm? It's I mean, only I a few things I won't do for three million dollars. Only a few. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> I can't count three million. Mm. <laughs> I would have took that deal. I mean, come on. Ninety-nine problems, but three million of them don't matter. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I would have. Oh, you're gonna I have more have. problems, actually. Yeah. You know what's coming next. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, she said no, and got twelve million two years later. It was two years later, I think. From Something Nike. like that. She got the money. Or from Reebok. It was she, from Reebok. Yeah, she secured the bag. Right. 15 million, which is insane. 12 million at 15 years old. Crazy. Right. That's how you just, that's just, life is different. How do you she turn down? She's a millionaire longer than she's been alive. <laughs> they turned down 3 million at 12. Or how long did it take before she took that I think one? it's two or three years. At 10, 11. <laughs> Still, I'm not turning that down. And it's about self-worth. They're like, nope, they haven't seen me play. I want to play, and then you can offer me money. That's how it works. I'm not a sellout. No? Yeah. They look older than that, though. The girls that played them. Or at least Venus, if you're mm. saying like 12. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, that that ends the movie. It was a really good, feel good movie. Um, do you think it will win an Oscar or get an award? I think it very well could. I mean, there's rumors about Will Smith getting an Oscar. I think there's always rumors about Will Smith getting an Oscar, though. So, <laughs> no surprise there. Um, how many Oscars does he have? Does he have an Oscar? Zero. Sorry. <laughs> It probably is zero. <laughs> I don't know because us folks you think have him, but they just nominated. No, he has two. Oh, okay. He has two best actors. Willard. One for um oh yes. Um for Ali in two thousand two was his first one. Okay. And then the pursuit of happiness in two thousand seven. I got you. Oh yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, definitely. But how do you think his biopics compared to a Chadwick Boseman? Um, I think they're in the same category. I think um, they both really dive into their character. I mean, they, they really give it all they have. Um, yeah, I, I'd say they're just as good. They could play the same character um, and still have an amazing performance individually. I think. Yeah, I mean, I would agree. But I think Chadwick Boseman has probably played a little bit more impactful roles. Mm. I mean, Ali as, uh, I mean, Will Smith as Ali, mm-hmm. you know, that's very impactful. But Chadwick Boseman has played even more than that. I mean, he's he's played as um, Thurgood Marshall. I feel like he did a bunch back to back. It was like... It's too much. 
I mean, not too much, but um, I was like, wow, he's he's done a lot in a very short amount of time. Yeah. Thurgood Marshall. He did James Brown, Jackie Robinson. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, Black Panther. I mean, yeah. put the cherry on top. Will Smith. I mean, he's I mean, he's done a lot of great movies. Oh, I mean, it's too too many to count. I mean, he. Yeah, he's an anomaly. Yeah, he's done a lot of great movies. But I think Chadwick Boseman just has bigger roles as those um, really impactful Black historical figures. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, Will Smith um, is, um, I mean, he does great biopics, but I mean, his strong suits are not necessarily, I mean, well, I can't even say his strong suits. He's very good at all the things he does, but um, his most memorable roles, I feel like, aren't necessarily biopics. Oh, I mean, what other ones has he done besides? I think I was just Ali. <laughs> trying to think about it. I'm like, I'm not sure what other people he's And this done. one, I guess. It, yeah, King it's just these He's done so many movies that I think are just so iconic. It's almost like a biopic of Will Smith at this point. Because um, <laughs> you can go in every couple of years as another Will Smith movie. Well, sometimes he is playing himself. I mean, he's, he's right. going out there doing right. that thing. But in this one, he got into that role. He had that little hunch over walk, kind of like a, I don't know what to describe that as, but when you see it, you know what I'm talking about. And his his short shorts, I guess that's an identity trait. Um, I forget who was picking on about the shorts. Oh, Um, no, no, it was the neighbor said those booty hugging shorts. Oh, yeah, them booty hugging shorts. (laughs) That's all he wore was and shorts. This is the only kind of pants he wore the entire movie. So it must have been iconic to him. He just always had those shorts, I guess. Those white shorts. Yep. I think he had a couple of different colors. Yeah, I think he had a red one. Um, but that's that's how he lived. That hunched over walk. It's the bill of the guy that I know you know at these at these football games, baseball <laughs> games, just hanging out. No kid playing that he knows, but he knows everything about it. Every, on the team, everything. He's the number one fan. Right. Every couple of years, he gets an award or a picture with the coach. Um, I don't think I've seen that. Up. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but do you have any other thoughts before we give it a rating? No. All right. So the lowest rating is trash. Middle is background noise. And the highest is a banger. So how would you rate the film King Richard? I would rate King Richard as a low banger. I think okay. it's one that will be in heavy rotation. Uh, it is one that fans of Serena Williams and uh, Venus Williams would enjoy. Movie watchers would just enjoy. Will Smith fans would enjoy. Um, it's a good story. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, it's a really good, feel-good, inspirational, motivational film. Um, you know, from rags to riches in, you know, a, a really good way. It makes you believe that you can overcome a lot and make a, a lot of good deals if you truly believe in yourself, believe Definitely. in the talent that you have and know your worth. Definitely know your worth. If well, it's you're hard worth, to turn down that $3 million, though. <laughs> if you're worth $12 million, you don't settle for three. I don't know. What you going to do? I, I'm taking that three. I'll sign it right now for one and a half. <laughs> Save your paperwork. Yeah. 
because I didn't take half. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't know what to do with $3 million, sir. I don't, I feel that's too much money to count. I don't. Too much. Nah, let me get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Uh, any other thoughts? No. Um, hate the guy wasn't that great in real life, but we didn't see that part of the story. So it was pretty good. Yeah. I wonder if he had that hunched over look when he I feel walked. like he had to. I feel like he had to. For it had been such a such a thing they focused on, I feel like he had to. Yeah. Uh, Will Smith, he really got into this role. And I mean he did a phenomenal job. Phenomenal right. job. I mean, he he had that he had that that uh that pursuit of happiness crying in the what was it, the subway? Um <laughs> he had that look on his face a couple of times. I was like, oh my God. Just staring, just staring off into space, <laughs> just looking rough and tired and sad. But there was a moment we didn't talk about when he went to go and shoot the guy um, who was talking about his daughter, right? Because he had a security company, he um, or was a security guard, and he had a gun. Yeah, they beat um, him down. They beat him down. And later that night or the next day, he went back out, and he has his gun. He parked in an alley, and he was going to shoot them. It was very clear. But there was a drive-by. I don't know how, like, if this is a real, I'm like, what? Um, but I have to believe that was dramatic, you know. Okay. <laughs> um, it was a drive-by right there, and they killed the guy he was going to shoot, right? So Richard was about that life. He said, not for my kids. But um, I'm tired of this. But look at God. Didn't allow it to happen. So he could be what Venus and Serena needed to get to where they are. And now, I mean, Serena Williams and, and Venus like local names to the to the um to the queen i mean venus was at prince harry and, and Meghan markle's wedding they're friends it's crazy she's married a frenchman i think uh which one uh, uh serena oh okay mm-hmm. yeah she got married a couple of years ago i think he's french i'm not really sure honestly i know it was somebody rich Oh yeah, very. It was like people were like, "Who is this guy?" And they're like, "Oh, that's how. Oh wow, he's worth that much." <laughs> um, she is. He him marrying her. Um, money was not a reason. No, he already had that. He said, "I got right. you." Right. He's a. Oh, I said he's French. He's American. I don't know why I thought he's French. Um, <laughs> maybe because his name is I can't pronounce it. Um, and um. No, he's an American internet entrepreneur and investor. Um, co-founder. Oh, he's a co-founder and executive chairman of Reddit. Wow. Okay. That's a big, that's that's money. That's, that's a big deal. That's Alexis Sahanian? Right. That don't sound American to me, but, you know, American is everyone. So I need to be more inclusive. Um, but yeah, yeah. He's younger than just by a couple of years. Um, but Oh, yeah, they cougar. married in 2017. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, married in 2017, and um, they have at least one daughter. I think it's just the one daughter. So yeah, she's doing doing life, and I think Venus. I'm not sure if she still plays or she's retired. I can't remember. Um, it's a junior. Well, I, I I guess he can do that. I mean, I've what so. He named, or they, they named the daughter after the husband, and she's a junior. Oh, see, and that's one thing also, I don't know if you caught it, but um, Richard referred to Venus as a junior. 
Yeah, I guess since well, he did have a son, but <laughs> now we're about that. I mean, normally you would name your son after you and call them Junior, but yeah. I mean, and they had older daughters. <laughs> yep, didn't matter. You need that part too, the red table talk. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, they are, I'm sure, are very, very well off as and will be for the rest of the time. And that child will never have to want for anything. Because her parents are super ultra rich. Um, and spend all that money in one lifetime. Right. You can't. You can't. But um, I, I think that does it for us at AM Reviews. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure to check out our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description. And if you want to send us a message, you can click that message link to get featured on the show. And thanks for listening. <laughs>